Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Priority Pursuit. I'm your host, Victoria Rayburn, and today we are going to be discussing the eight things that you are going to want to take care of in your business when you get to your next slow season. Now, if you are listening to this episode the week that it comes out, then we are currently in early October, so if you are a photographer or you work in the wedding industry, you are probably slammed right now, and talking about slow season seems utterly insane. Or if you own a boutique, work in retail, or have some kind of a business where the holidays are just super busy for you, then you might also think that this is crazy to be thinking about. However, I promise once we get through the last quarter of this year, there is slow season in sight for most of us. And slow seasons are great because they give you a chance to work on your business instead of in your business. So again, I know it might seem crazy to be thinking this far ahead, but Today, I want to walk through eight things that you can do this slow season to help your business grow, and I want you to get these things on your calendar sooner rather than later, so when slow season does come around, you are ready to tackle these things in addition to resting. Rest is important, and I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for that slow season rest. Anyway, a rant for another time, but I'm excited to dive into the eight things you are going to want to take care of during your slow season. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And, well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. All right, friends. So the first thing that you are going to want to do this slow season is to revisit your ideal clients. If you have yet to determine who your ideal client is, that is something that you're definitely going to want to take care of. But I personally revisit my ideal client every year just in case something has changed. Maybe in the process of shooting more weddings, I realize like actually like I have a different ideal client or maybe I learned something else about my ideal client and that might be the case for you. So you're definitely gonna wanna sit down and if you haven't yet, identify your ideal client because they're gonna be the backbone of all your marketing efforts. Or if you know who your ideal client is, just give it a revisit, flush anything out that needs to be flushed out and make any changes that need to be changed. And if you need any assistance identifying your ideal client or just updating your ideal client, 
I want to encourage you to check out the link in the show notes because there's actually a past episode with Nate Dale that walks you through exactly how to identify your ideal customer. So if you'd like it, don't miss out on this resource. The next thing on your list, so number two, is going to be to update your website this slow season. For most of the year, it's easy to put your website on the back burner or neglect it altogether, but your website is your most powerful marketing tool. And yeah, I know what you're thinking, but yes, if built strategically, your website can be even more powerful and effective than social media. As a result, your website definitely needs to be a priority this slow season. So this slow season, you're going to want to do one of two things. You might want to simply update your current site, or it might be time for a new website altogether. So if you redid your website relatively recently, chances are it probably just needs a couple little updates. So during slow season, I want to encourage you to make small updates to your site. For example, read through your website and make sure all of your copy, so your words, are still accurate and up-to-date. You are also probably going to want to update any photos. Chances are, if you're a photographer, like you've taken some great photos over the last year that have made it into your portfolio or might belong on the main pages of your site, or you know, maybe if you work in another industry, maybe you've had updated photos taken, but you are going to want to get those swapped out. Again, this is just something that is super easy to put on the back burner and slow season is a great time to take care of this. Now, if your website is getting outdated or, you know, maybe you've changed a lot of things in your business or just the technology of your website isn't keeping up, it might be time for a new website. Maybe it's time for a complete overhaul. Now, this is always fun and a little bit stressful, but website capabilities change quickly, so it's a good idea to update your website about every three years. Now, you can absolutely write your own copy and design your own site, but if you can afford it, I highly recommend working with a web development company. In my opinion, outsourcing your website is one of the best business investments you can make because when you work with a team of experienced designers, copywriters, and SEO specialists, you can ensure that your website functions well and is built strategically. Now, if you're looking for an agency to help you with your site, I do highly recommend TreeFrog Marketing. That is the small business marketing agency that I used to work at before leaving to do photography full time. I will post the link for TreeFrog's website in the show notes in case you want to check it out. But if you can't afford to outsource web development, that is 100% okay. I think it's safe to say that every photographer and small business owner starts out by creating their own site using a template. If this is the case for you, I do want to encourage you to check out Show It. So Show It is a drag and drop website builder that makes designing your own site super easy. Plus, they have beautiful templates available made with small business owners in mind. I will also post a link to Show It's site in the show notes so you can check that out. But long story short, this slow season, you are going to want to spend some time on your website, whether it is just updating your website or getting a new one entirely. The third thing I want to encourage you to do this slow season is to write your content for the next year. Now, I know this sounds intimidating, but I promise if you really try, you can knock out a lot of content for the next year. So for instance, you know, as a photographer, I'm about to have three solid months of not really shooting because Indiana is sad, brown, and gray. And during that time, I could absolutely knock out 52 blog posts and would be way ahead for the year. 
Now, as a wedding photographer, I obviously can't vlog shoots or weddings until I shoot them, but I can be writing educational blog posts and content for my target audience this winter and schedule them to publish throughout the year. And you can certainly do the same. So when I say educational blog posts, I simply mean blogs that answer your ideal client's questions or give them information that they'll find helpful. For example, if you're a wedding photographer, you might write a blog about the benefits of doing a first look. If you're a family photographer, you could write a blog about what to wear for family photos. Or, you know, if you own a boutique, you could write blog posts about how to style a t-shirt with a pair of jeans or whatever your ideal client needs to know. But if you start thinking about questions your clients regularly ask or things you wish your clients knew, I promise you'll be able to come up with a ton of great topics. And how you produce this content is entirely up to you. Maybe you want to work ahead on blogs. Maybe you want to work ahead on reels. But you can absolutely be working ahead on these pieces of content and then just simply saving them and scheduling them whenever it is relevant for your audience. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now, I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with Photographers Edit for years, and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because, one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand. Two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog. And three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to Photographer's Edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with Photographer's Edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, Photographer's Edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. Now, the fourth thing I want to encourage you to do this slow season is to create a social media calendar. If you're not regularly posting to social media, I bet it's because you don't have a plan. You just post as you feel like it or whenever you have a spare few minutes. Well, guys, that's not exactly a solid social media strategy. So another thing I want to encourage you to do this slow season is to create a social media calendar. Personally, I like to plan out a month at a time and post to Instagram daily and Facebook at least five times a week. So ideally, every month, I'll map out educational blog posts, photos of myself, and other photos and content I want to share. And then I also look at upcoming sessions and decide when I want to share these previews, sessions, and blog posts. And it's nothing fancy, but I just get all of this information in a Google Doc, and I write as much copy for the posts as I can ahead of time. So for example, if I want to share a photo of Hattie, my dog, I already have that I can write copy ahead of time and then schedule that post 
But because it's impossible to write about sessions until they happen, I do have to write social media posts as sessions occur. But these posts are already in my calendar, so I know when they need to be written and released. In the midst of busy season, I won't lie, sometimes it is hard to get posts written and planned ahead. But during slow season, this is actually like pretty easy and you can dedicate just a couple days doing this. Chances are you can get planned out like really far ahead. I mean, let's say this January you are developing content for next October. Chances are, I mean, you already have a pretty good idea of what kinds of things that you're going to want to be talking about and you can prep a lot of content ahead of time. And, you know, worst comes to worst, like you get to that week in October and you have something else to share, just move that post. But you already have stuff that is written and planned and ready and it's just going to relieve so much stress. So this slow season, I want to encourage you to, at the very least, create a social media calendar, some kind of system for posting to social media regularly. And then if you can, start prepping as much content as you can for the rest of the year. Now, this fifth step is actually more photographer specific, but photographers, when you slow down, most likely this winter, especially if you're in the Midwest, your slow season is a great time to prepare your publication submissions if this is not something that is already part of your workflow. Now, according to my girl Jasmine Norris, a wedding photographer who has been published more than a hundred times, editors are looking for photos that are in season and less than a year old. So this slow season, go ahead and get all of your submissions ready, upload the photos, tag the vendors, do all the things, but don't submit your submissions until they're back in season to increase your chances of getting published. If you have more questions about how to get published as a photographer, I will put the link to Jasmine's Priority Pursuit episode in the show notes, which is all about exactly how you can get published. So definitely listen to that. Can we take a quick pause so I can tell photographers about my favorite album company, Kiss Books? If you know me, you know I'm very passionate about shopping local, which is why I was so excited to discover Kiss Books, a company that makes flawless heirloom albums and happens to be located in Indianapolis, which is just an hour south of where I live in Lafayette, Indiana. Using quality archival materials and gorgeous linens and leathers, Kiss Books makes handmade albums that will wow your clients and preserve their memories for years to come. Plus, all Kiss Books include a lifetime guarantee, and you can design albums in minutes with Kiss's easy-to-use online design software and templates. I love Kiss Book albums so much that all of my wedding photography packages include at least an 8x8 heirloom album, so my clients' favorite wedding photos will be safely preserved in print for generations to come. To save $50 on your first order from Kiss Books of $100 or more, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com kiss. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com kiss to receive $50 off your first album order of $100 or more. Then the sixth thing that I want to encourage you to do this slow season is to address any inefficiency in your business. We all have areas in our businesses that can be improved and slow season is the perfect time to create streamlined systems and processes. For example, maybe your onboarding system is a bit of a mess and you need to set up a client management system like such as Irisworks, which is what I use to keep things on track. Or perhaps you're constantly behind on editing or shipping products or whatever else. And during slow season, you'll finally have time to explore some outsourcing options or just rethink what your system looks like. Or perhaps blogging after shooting a wedding is stressing you out because you don't have a process in place and need to come up with a new one. 
no matter what it is, set aside some time this slow season to address any inefficiency in your business so you can start off your next busy season with your best foot forward. And now I know slow season doesn't always seem like the best time to add to your team, but sometimes it really is a great time. And actually, if you can add to your team like during the calm before the storm to get everybody prepped, slow season is usually a really awesome time to add staff. So if you have been considering adding a VA or outsourcing anything at all, I want to highly encourage you to get that figured out this slow season, just so that you can make things as efficient and easy as possible going into your next busy season. The next thing you're going to want to focus on this slow season is improving your client experience. Now, don't get me wrong, your photos, products, services, or whatever you offer should definitely set you apart from other photographers. But if you are in a saturated market, there's one thing that can make you shine, your client experience. This slow season, take a look at your client experience and aim to add or improve at least one thing. For example, maybe you want to start sending welcome packages when clients book. Or if you don't have like a bridal guide or a style guide, this slow season is the perfect time to add one. I know these are photographer examples for the most part, but you get the idea. Think about client gifts. Think about client experience. There are so many things that you can do to love on your clients. So this slow season, take some time to think about how you can better serve the people who support your business. And we actually have done quite a few episodes on client experience thus far. So I will include those links in the show notes as well. And then last but not least, this slow season, I want to encourage you to invest in professional development. As a small business owner, you never want to stop growing, and slow season is the perfect time to focus on professional development by attending a workshop, signing up for mentoring, taking an online class, or simply doing some reading and some research. No matter your goals for your business, there is definitely a course or a workshop or a book that can help you grow, and this slow season invests time into learning so you can meet those goals. If you ignore everything on this list, please don't ignore this point. One of the most rewarding things about being a small business owner, and especially a creative entrepreneur, is getting to grow and learn. And becoming stagnant is one of the leading causes of burnouts for a lot of creative entrepreneurs. So take some time to learn a thing or two this slow season that will make you a better small business owner and creative entrepreneur. All you have to do is swipe left or right. It's really easy and even kind of fun. You might think I'm talking about a dating app, but I'm actually talking about my bookkeeping app, QuickBooks Self-Employed. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it connects to my bank and PayPal accounts and keeps track of all of my business expenses and income. And it even automatically clocks my mileage, making it easy to write off my miles come tax season. Basically, QuickBooks Self-Employed keeps track of everything I need to file my business taxes, and all I have to do is swipe left or right to organize items into their correct categories. Then, when it's time to pay quarterly and annual taxes, my accountant simply opens my account and pulls everything she needs. I don't have to do a thing. If you handle your own taxes, QuickBooks Self-Employed also connects to TurboTax and other leading DIY tax programs, making it easy to file your business taxes on your own. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it allows me to feel confident going into tax season because I know nothing has been missed. 
If you'd like to make bookkeeping as easy as swiping left or right and save 30% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks to receive 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed and to feel confident in your bookkeeping system. Now, friend, like I said in the intro, I know a lot of us are currently in very busy seasons, and so thinking about slow season just seems crazy right now, but I promise you, slow season will come, and slow season is such a gift because it, one, gives you time to rest. I do want to encourage you to rest this slow season, and two, again, it gives you an opportunity to work on your business instead of in your business. So as this podcast episode wraps up, I want you to get out a piece of paper and write down your goals for this slow season. Use these eight things as a basis to help you get started. And if you would like more assistance with any of these areas, please check out the links in the show notes. There will be links to past podcast episodes with instructions for almost all of these steps. And friend, as you work through your slow season and wrap it up, please know that you are not alone. I'll be over here rooting for you, your business, and your priorities. And I hope to talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to PriorityPursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit Podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.